Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi and welcome to Why Did You Make Me Watch That With Me, Holly Fruit. Uh, me, Ronan Warfield. Hi, Ronan. Hey, Holly. How are you? Mm. Yeah. As I just take a big slurp out a of my a big old uh, slurp out of your mug, yeah, yeah. Um, what's, what's what's on the what's on the beverage menu tonight? It's a hot chocolate. Uh huh. Is it an Irish hot chocolate? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. that would be good. That would have been better. It's boring, and it's actually it's not even like proper with like made with milk. It's like one of those kind of powders that has kind of milk granules in it already. Oh, right. oh gross. And then yeah, you just yeah. put in hot water. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. Oh, I'm not feeling that. Yeah. It's kind of like, what you call it? <laughs> I don't know, something like from the time of like restriction from, you know. <laughs> like a war, war. ration. <laughs> ration. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this hot chocolate already has milk in it, we swear. <laughs> Yeah. No need to it's use a fungible milk. Now yeah, yeah. With vitamin R. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yes. So you're discussing how? Hot cho- oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. How was your big uh, weekend away? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah. It, um, yeah. You survived really anyway. I survived. Yeah. More or less intact. Um, no, actually, we're, we're pretty proud of ourselves that we didn't go, you know, absolutely radio rental. I knew it was all like, you know, I knew we wouldn't. I knew we couldn't. We weren't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But no, um, that was good. Yeah. We hit all the pubs. We, you know, we sat down and had a responsible dinner every night. So, oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. So that was very civilized of us. Um, and yeah, we were, I think we were home by two every morning. So it was grand. Yeah. It was. No killer hangovers or. No, no, no. Uh, I, d- oh. I think one or two of the lads may have had, uh, you know, Died at death on one of the nights and sort of one of the mornings. Yeah. But more or less everyone was up and all by 10 o'clock and at it again by 12 sort of thing. So it was. Wow. Yeah, it was a good show by everyone. I think I think we don't know. I think, we don't. I think like on those kind of things, even if you're feeling wrecked, you'll just for like you have to just force yourself to go out. Like if you think of it, if you were just at home and you went out in the town for, you know, a night and then you were going to go back out for night two after mm. being at home yeah. there's like no way you'd be like see you later guys bye yeah 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 exactly. <laughs> dominoes yeah, yeah. <laughs> or out, whatever yeah. now there's no um, fast food none of that crack um we were all very i was all proper dining uh, experiences it was all proper dining experiences yeah yeah some some not so good but uh that was all very oh good. really yeah there was one restaurant that was a pain in the ass it was yeah it was like one of these name and movies. shame row Name I don't actually, I couldn't tell the name because I don't remember it. Oh, really? But it yeah. was very bad. It was very poor. Was it like city center? Yes. Just yeah, yeah. play, like playing up to the, the tourist? Not so much. They had this, uh, had this, um, this, I suppose as a gimmick of bringing food out in this big long spear, like the meat is coming out in this big long stick. Oh my God. Exactly like bridesmaids. Isn't and they it? all I got food poisoning. Well, yeah. we didn't get food poisoning from it, but we did get it was three really sulky, surly waiters, like literally spitting it onto our plate. And then like, it'd be ages before more of it showed up. So only half the people were eating at, the, at any one time. And they gave us like bowls of side salad, which were freezing cold by the time the meat actually came out. And it took 30 minutes for one round to appear. It was just the worst restaurant I've ever oh, been to. Oh, no. Yeah. 
So yeah. Is yeah. it like sure? What's it? Is it churrasca or something? That kind of a way they serve yeah. the. It's like Brazilian, I think. I don't know what it is. It's not or, a big. It's not a big. I'm sure it's fine for like two or three people at table. When it's ten people at table, it doesn't work because there's never yeah. enough meat on the stick to actually go and get everyone a, a bit like you know. So yeah, um, it was lots of fun. Other than that, oh, we went on the uh, the the Beatles Magical Mystery Tour. Oh, very good. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. A little more enjoyable than I thought it would be because it was at ten in the morning and I was like not in the mood for this. But as it went on, I got more into it, and by the end of it, I was like, what? what? So what do you do on this magical mystery tour? Uh, so you it's basically, a walking tour. No, no, it's a bus tour. You get driven around all the significant Beatles spots around Liverpool. So they ah. they, they bring you to like the Berting House, the Bert House of all four lads. And okay. then they bring you to like Penny Lane, which is an actual street. And all the bits that are in Penny Lane that he talks about are actually things that Paul McCartney saw on the street, like when he oh, was waiting cool. for his bus and stuff. And um, what else was there? Yeah, there's like there we get to strawberry fields and stuff. Um, and the the tour guide is on the bus telling you stories and stuff about the history of the Beatles in between each stop. So that wow. was really interesting. Yeah, uh, he God, told us. I can't believe that like they still there's still a massive demand. Huge and... demand, and they weren't the only tour company doing it. Like we'd pull up to a place, and then another tour company would pull up behind us to do their bit. Like you know. But um, uh, the tour guy told this great story um, about years ago, Paul McCartney going back to his his, his home street, like, and yeah. some some young fella goes up to Paul McCartney's car and says, hey, kid, give us a quid and I'll tell you where Paul McCartney was born. Not knowing that it was Paul McCartney, like. And, oh, uh, my God. And Paul McCartney gives him the quid and the kid brings him to the wrong house. <laughs> 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 so that was a great story to get like and th- these are all stories that were told by the neighbors to tour guides and stuff so yeah yeah, yeah. like their their word of mouth their like. word of mouth stuff like so it's all legit like so yeah no very interesting if you're in liverpool give it a bash it's well worth it. and they drop you off at the cavern so what more can you want and then did you just go into there then for not then drinks we went to the cavern oh. the last day um okay yeah so and uh, we enjoyed it. It was fine. There's a couple of good acts on and it's grand. You spend a two hours there, you have a drink and that's, uh, that's the cavern. Yeah. It's um, not like a bar you'd probably stay. It's no, no. For... No, you wouldn't stay there for the night. It's, if you've got claustrophobia, don't go to the cavern. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's like a good 30 feet underground and it's very cramped. So, yeah, don't do it. Oh, yeah. That would actually feel a bit much. Mm. But it's good. It's could, really interesting. You could imagine like when you could smoke. Oh, like, I could just imagine the room full of smoke. Not you personally, like, but... No, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying the room filled with smoke would be probably panic attack inducing, like, <laughs> for sure. Like Ronan would just be like, uh, no, I'm actually getting out of here. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, I'm getting out of here before I, before I die of flop sweat. I'm getting out of here. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what Good. did you say? I said flop before sweat. I die of flop sweat. <laughs> Not like just like that sweat that just drenches over you on a minute's notice. Like, so. <gasps> Very good. Yeah. Um, I actually have my feet soaking. Isn't that like ridiculous? I have them soaking like, in Epsom salts as we speak. Yeah. Really? Like I is this, is this the fungus you were talking about? Oh wait, oh, I was about that. <laughs> Shut Whoops. up, Ronan. Shut up! I said not on air. All right, all right. <laughs> no, I went out for a walk. Right. And oh my God, I think it's just because like 
actually so mild. I had misjudged, miscalculated the warmth of the evening. How'd you do? So I went out and I had a jacket on and like, you know, just whatever socks and runners. But like, I think just my whole body was roasting hot um, by the end of it. And like, I just feel like my feet got really hot as well. And now it's just like blister heaven. Mm, nice. So I have like Epsom salts in the water. I'm just mm. giving them a bit of a soak. That's 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 no bueno. That's the no. Yeah. Is it painful? And not very attractive. But there you go. But there you go. It is what it is. We is just like to bring you the hard facts, the truth, <laughs> the and nothing but the truth, <laughs> the ugly truth. Yeah. Yeah. Of, of your you know feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. You know, um, is it is it painful or are you okay? No, it was really sore when I took off my when I took off my shoes and socks. I was like, oh my god! When I was walking on the floor, I was like, ow! Oh. No, can't. Was, was, it like, felt... was it like water bubble city? Like, it... yeah, a little bit. Oh, nasty! Just like on the balls of your feet, you know, kind of like. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't get no, with them with a pin now. To be honest with you, so. Oh my god! I know it's the worst thing you should do, but. Nah, forget about it. They'd be gone within a minute. Yeah, you see, that's the thing. Like, it's kind of to do that or not to do that. That is, that is the, that's what Will Shakespeare was talking about. That's what he was talking about. He wasn't talking about, like, you know, whatever the hell he was talking about. He was talking about water misters (laughs) on his feet, like. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How knowledgeable. To pop or not to pop. Yeah. That that, is the question. How good is my Shakespeare knowledge? Whatever and like he... he was talking about whatever he was talking about. Whatever you know he was talking I mean? about, yeah, yeah. Whatever he was talking about, Danish that's fine. kings or you know teenagers falling over, whatever the hell he was shouting about. Yeah, whatever, whatever the hell was going on exactly. in his little brain at the time. Anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, so Liverpool and water blisters. I think we covered it all. Will we move on? We surely will. Awesome, awesome. And don't go. Yeah, I thought you're gonna do the the don't line. Lie. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> um, yeah. I did actually watch that during the week, Airplane. It was, it was on uh, TCM, yeah. Yeah, I've noticed actually a few Naked Guns and Airplanes on. I think they're doing a season on it, yeah. Like, sort of, yeah, they're, they're obviously just rehashing a few. No, yeah, it's on those kind of like, like, late night, kind of one of those multi- channels like tcm or one of the one of the thousand sky movies channels so yes indeed um but yeah yeah. so what uh did you go i can't remember who went first last time i went first oh you went first last time so i'll go first this time you go first this time perfect okay what did i give you oh yeah yeah in lieu of my weekend shenanigans you gave me rough night or um very bad things. very bad things yes um so uh very bad things i had seen years ago actually um back in college and i remember all the college people going oh it's great it's really funny dark funny indie film and then i eventually got around to seeing it and didn't like it at all that was crap um so i went for rough night which i had not seen um oh cool yeah so um the situation here is it's five friends well initially four friends actually uh, you've got Scarlett Johansson, uh, Gillian Bell, 
Zoe Kravitz and Ilana Glazer. And they are four friends from college and they decided to meet up after years apart uh, for Scarlett Johansson's uh, hen party, I guess. Yeah. Uh, what do they call them in America? Bachelorette. Bachelorette but yeah. party, yeah. So. I mean, the same thing. Yeah. Same thing, yeah. Hen party, bachelorette party, same difference. Uh, and then along comes the ride is um, Kate McKinnon, who plays uh, Scarlett Johansson's friend from Australia. Sort of unexpectedly, she turns up. Um, and so it's the five from now. Five from now, they're all off to Miami. Uh, they've rented a lovely beachfront property, um, which is next door to a, a very swingery couple played by uh, Ty Burrell and Demi Moore. Oh yeah, I actually yeah. forgot, I forgot about, about them there for a yeah. second. <laughs> um, so they, yeah, they basically they set off for the night, um, and then she starts quite tame. Dinner, drinks, the usual stuff. Uh, we get the impression that um, Ginny and Belle is sort of a little too eager to have a great time and to sort of uh, hoover up all the time she can with Scarlett Johansson. Uh, they're clearly two best friends, uh, but one has sort of um, been given distance to the other. And that Scarlett Johansson has been distancing herself from Gillian Bell. Uh, in the meantime, Scarlett Johansson has become a big deal in, in her area of the woods. Uh, she's running for Senate. Um, and yeah, she's going up against, you know, the usual sexism in, in, in US governments or politics, I should say, as in her opponent in the race for Senate is a dick pic sharing arsehole who just doesn't seem to have anything go wrong for him. And uh, Scarlett Johansson is like struggling in the polls with this guy. Like, um, yes. So, but they have a, you get a, you get the impression that she's loosely based on a, on a sort of a Hillary Clinton type, a younger Hillary Clinton type, we would say. Um, yeah you definitely get that impression and uh, and her running mate is kind of based there was an actual u.s politician who basically had to resign because he was sent he was caught sending dick pics with that's him. right yeah yeah I can't the guy's name. yeah wiener that's his name how could you forget that the guy's <laughs> how did you forget that that's how you remember <laughs> the guy's name was wiener and he was sending dick pics yeah. that's it just doesn't get any better than that, does it? <laughs> and that's all like fact check. That's not fake news. That's yeah, like no, that's legit. for real. That actually happened. <laughs> it um, actually happened. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, we're back to the story. Um, so in other news, uh, Zoe Kravitz and Alana Glazer, uh, we very soon realized that they used to be a couple uh, back in college. Um, and Zoe Kravitz has since begun to become married and divorced with child. Um, so obviously Zoe Kravitz is bisexual in this. Um, and Kate McKinnon is this out of her goddamn mind Australian who is basically just suffering from jet lag for the first night anyway. Um, and uh, and yeah, that's that sets up the story. So they, they off out into the night. Uh, starts off pretty tame. Uh, then it escalates pretty quickly when uh, Lana Glazer uh, scores some coke off Busboy and things spiral out of control. And then it, uh, had the great, they have a great fun at the party or at the pub that they're in, nightclub. Um, they do a cringe dance number thing that they used to do in college. Um, they do a cringe dance number. I think in most of those all female American cats, it's unnecessary. I don't know why they do it. It's a I stupid don't know thing. Why either. It's a stupid thing that, and it kind of is the de- is the dark is it takes the sh- you out of the yes. story. It's the shittiest thing in the film by far. But anyway, um, they go back to the house, and then it turns out that Zoe Kravitz has organized a male stripper. So up turns a male stripper. 
he doesn't seem to be all that good at it and he seems a bit aggressive and a bit rougher in the edges but um, Gillian Bell is uh, a bit too enthusiastic for it uh, makes a run at him jumps on him lands on him smacks his head off the fireplace stripper's dead so we're automatically into the exact same storyline as Very Bad Things because yeah. in that it's the male version but the killer stripper as well so, um, but obviously, very bad things. Much, much darker. This is done purely for last, um, and because you've got the likes of Gillian Bell and Kate McKinnon, which would be two comedy heavyweights, we'd say, um, it gets you know it gets much funnier after that. Um, so yeah, uh, ensues the usual panic. Um, uh, at that point, Scarlett Johansson takes a phone call off her fiance, and a misunderstanding later, and the fiance thinks he's being dumped for a stripper. So in he hops the car. In he hops in the car <clears throat> to drive down to Miami to win her back that night. Uh, hopped up on you know, I think it's drugs and Red Bull, and he's wearing male nappies and shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> so he doesn't have to stop and pee because <laughs> he really wants to see her. So he's just driving through the night and staying awake because he's he's got Red Bull and Coke and he's all set. So um, yeah, that that happens. And yeah, they're determined to get rid of the body and to sort of try and move on with their lives. But, you know, obviously hijinks ensue. I won't go into them because they are yeah. moderately funny. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the guts of it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, yeah, I guess it's kind of like, how do they get out of this debacle? Yeah, exactly. Of like having a dead stripper and they're like five women in a random house in Miami. Exactly, yeah, and they're right in the beach, and the house is made of glass, so anyone can see into the fucking house, like you know. So it's you know, it's, it's all panic stations, all go and stuff. Um, and yeah, uh, the 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 more serious actors, uh, Scarlett Johansson and Zoe Kravitz, uh, I guess would be, um, who, whose comedy wouldn't be their forte. They sort of do well with the material they're given, as in they sort of they're, they're the straight people who sort of have to be panicky and stuff, whereas the other three can just go nuts, like with the with the material, buzz off each other, and buzz off each other and stuff like so. It was fun to see that kind of dynamic playing out. But um, you know, it was funny. I really liked it. Um, good. The sort of tenpole for these films is The Hangover, I guess. And it wouldn't be that good in my estimation, The First Hangover. Because that's, yes. I think that's kind of like everyone's recognized that as the <clears throat> the Hangover film, you know, the godfather of Hangover films, I guess. But, um, or a Bachelor Party of films, I should say. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I was going to give you... <clears throat> The Hangover, like one of the Hangover films, but then mm. I was just like, oh, like yeah, they're well, done to death, you know. It's just yeah, they're they're on every second night on TV and exactly, it's just like, exactly, yeah. I just thought you mightn't have seen this one, um, and I hadn't, and it was really good. It was really impressive. Uh, it's directed by uh, Lucia Anelio, Anelio, yeah, I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, it's co-written by her and Paul W. Downs, who plays the fiance. Yes. Um. Uh, I believe those are uh, they got their start on Broad City. Is that right? Yeah. So yeah. Paul Downs is like one of the actors in Broad City, and then as is Alana Glazer is one of the girls, the main characters in Broad yes. City. And is Julian Bell in that too? No, she's not no, no, she's not. She's in another sitcom. I'm thinking of what is it? Oh, she's in Workaholics. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 So anyway, yeah. So it has obviously got, uh, this is and Lucia Anello's first, Anello's first uh, directorial debut coming from, uh, coming from that too. 
But um, yeah, no, it was a, it was a, it was a good effort all around. Um, like it's not hilarious, and that dance scene did really, you know, put a stain on the whole thing. But um, yeah, it's excellent. Yeah, no, it was good. It, it, oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. I wasn't too sure with this one if you were going to go for it or yeah. not. It's completely ridiculous now, and you have to go yes. into it with the mindset of this is a ridiculous comedy, which is completely <laughs> out of touch with reality. But in that scenario or in that regard, um, you have a few laughs in there, like you know. Yeah, and because I mean, I. I had seen this sort of about two years ago, so it's still kind of semi-fresh in my head. Mm. And um, I hadn't seen very bad things in about nine years. So like when I gave you those two choices, I had this idea of very bad things in my head being funny. So I went and rewatched. Yeah, I rewatched it. And I actually was like, I actually yeah. hope Ronan doesn't watch this movie because <laughs> he's going to be hung over. It's going to be like the most depressing thing he could actually watch. It's actually terrifying and it actually makes you feel awful after yeah. watching it. So don't watch no, very bad no. things. Very bad things is just very bad. It's, it's very bad. Yeah. Like not... I remember watching it in the movies like when when it came out and thinking like this is brilliant mm. how I, did I think that I, I think I, or, as I said before that was kind of the impression I got from all my friends in, in, in film school they were all like oh it's it's dark it's edgy it's, yeah, it's, it's an indie film it was... that was made for four euros and a packet of crisps it's brilliant like, and you're like obviously back then it meant a lot something different to indie filmmaking back then but now it's just shite it's so, just yeah. like well, yeah, I mean, I guess technically speaking, there's nothing like technically, you know, wrong. But it's mm. just like, I, I just, I, I watched it and I actually was like, this is making me like feel <laughs> upset. <laughs> yeah, it was like making me feel bad. And like, te- like, it's like the movie de- generally doesn't do that to me. And then I was like, I, I have to kind of, I hope he doesn't watch this, so we have to talk about it. So I'm, I'm doubly happy you watched Rough Night. Well, so am I. So. Good. I'm yeah. glad. Well. I'm glad you made me watch it. <clears throat> that is cool. Um, so you gave me oh, Crimson yes. Tide. Yes. Or The Siege. Hmm. I gave you a very merry Denzel Christmas present, didn't you I? You did give me very Denzel. Yeah. yeah. And ni- sort of 90s Denzel. Mm, indeed. It's very... Uh, um, yeah, Siege is late 90s, Crimson Tide is early 90s, or mid 90s, you're right, yeah. So, um, Crimson Tide also um, reminds me of uh, that share line in Clueless when she refers to her period. <laughs> So there is that. So um, now you can't unthink that. That's <laughs> that's all you're going to think of, especially when you see the poster for the film and it's just blood red and black yeah, yeah. outlines of the submarine. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. That's for that. it there. I appreciate it. Actually, I'm not too sure if Cher said it or was it the red-haired Amber character like who said that. Yeah, it sounds like something the the Brittany Murphy character would have said. All right, yeah. But um. Well, I went with the siege oh, because I yeah. kind of didn't really feel like too much of. I think Crimson Tide is probably a little bit more actiony, 
And so the siege is a bit of a more of a thriller. So it's, as you said, late 90s. So it's uh, made in 1998 and it was directed by Edward Zwick. Zwick. Um, or almost like Artie Ziff. Uh, but it's Zwick. It's Zwick. Almost Zwick. like Artie, Artie Ziff. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Zwick. No. <laughs> and um, yeah, so. Um, stars Denzel Washington, Annette Benning, Bruce Willis, our old mate from the other our week. Our old mate, yeah, our old man, Mucker. And uh, yeah, a few other guys. Tony Shaloub, who was in uh, Monk. Yes. Um, but yeah, so basically, um, yeah, there's a, there's, so Denzel Washington is an FBI special agent. Um and then his partner is um monk Tony Shalhoub. Um Shalhoub. And basically, so we kind of get brought in. So it's after the uni bomber, like basically there's more kind of terrorist attacks on America. It's Mm. you know, it's kind of that era of way of attacking is happening yeah and um, oh, pre 9-11 so terrorism is positive yeah so it's yeah. kind of like new <clears throat> not new but it's sort of fresh in the minds of uh yeah. like we can see some news footage of the uni bomber and stuff and like uh you can see some bill clinton footage so it's yeah. like of that era so it's like the and, domestic terrorism thing that hasn't yes really, yeah yeah and so straight away um there's a actually no was there was the bus crash first um yeah there was a bus was that first or was she there i can't remember um was there no (laughs) okay i'm just like drawing blank okay so basically there is a we see um monk and denzel washington rock up to the crime and it's basically a bus with a load of hostages standing in the inside the bus so the bus is being taken hostage yeah and there's threats going to be you know i'm going to like made that they're going to blow up the bus with all these hostages yeah um so basically the it's you can see the like the press helicopters and stuff around. Annette Benning is there. She doesn't work for the FBI. So they meet very briefly before this bus situation. And she's actually from um, another organization. So it's not quite clear exactly where uh, she's, she's in another from. branch. She's She says she's in like special... Mm. She's like, she's she Homeland yeah, Security. Yeah, yeah. But she's, yeah. And so basically <clears throat> she's, um, yeah, she's. I'm really making a dog's dinner out of this. Okay. No, so basically the, so the, um, the bus has all of the hostages. Denzel is trying to negotiate with the, mm. um, with the hijacker. And then Monk is doing the translation because he is, um, he can speak like Arabic. 
and uh, then yes, yeah, so we see these pressed helicopters like arriving, and Annette Benning is like, you know, oh, this is a warning because they want the press to basically see what's happening. So this yeah. is a really bad sign. Um, and Denzel's like, no, I'm gonna like try and negotiate, and then all of a sudden, kaboom, the bus goes up and obviously loads of people lose lose their lives and are very badly injured so Annette Benning also works so she's yeah like a she's a special branch person um they kind of at the beginning of before this happened um they kind of hit a bit of a like they kind of clinked uh horns a bit because you know, the sort of territory thing between like FBI and police and Homeland Security. And they all have these, yeah, it's all like they were having this kind of jurisdiction argument, but then actually it ended up that she had that knowledge of what was actually going to happen because she kind of warned Denzel, like, this is really bad if the press helicopters are there. So she kind of knows her stuff. And uh, so she kind of comes in with the, with Denzel and Monk to now obviously then go and investigate who did this uh, terrorist attack mm-hmm. and hijack the bus. So the next, uh, there's like a press briefing and we meet uh, Bruce Willis because he is the basically the like head of the army in the government. He's general. Advisor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so he's kind of given like press briefings about like this attack and, you know, well done to Denzel Washington. Blah, blah, blah. And um, then the, there's a there's basically a second uh, terrorist attack on a school and uh, Denzel. Is that a theater one that. as well? Yeah, there's um, a oh, cinema. Oh, cinema. That's what it is. Yeah. The cinema one, they get to too late because it blows up without any warning or knowledge they just do it yeah and um then <clears throat> they were aware of the like the school happening uh where there was a, a guy in a classroom with the gun and he was going to let the bomb go but then denzel heard the helicopters and remembered from the previous time that that's what they want. They want the press to show the big explosion. So yeah. he basically runs in and like stops it straight away and kills the high or the terrorist. Uh, terrorist. Yeah. So all the while in the background of these attacks, um, they're trying to figure out like who these um groups are. So they they are a kind of um they are this like extreme extremist group um and they're just trying to basically take down america and the regime and from uh past kind of times of uh like i think the gulf war uh it was said mm. um Annette Benning's character spent time in uh, israel and with the Palestinians and was kind of met this guy and uh, who had been kind of 
treated really badly and uh but actually is like a lecturer then in New York so he kind of had a bit of a standing but a more so a standing within the community um but he's uh basically on the FBI's hot list because his brother um blew up something in uh Israel yeah so that's kind of what the main main players are then you can see like the public are getting all up in arms because you know it's all these explosions are happening in their everyday life now these are all fake explosions as well they're not like these aren't actually based on anything that's historically accurate but no 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 it's all all fiction you can still see that kind of sentiment though like especially after like 9-11 even though this was made before it but it was kind of a a lot of anti-arab sentiment around america yeah huge and still is yeah um and so they were kind of like uh ahead of their time in that sort of way but they were basically you know showing like oh there's like protests and stuff and Mm. So, yeah, that's basically it. And um, so they have to track down who these guys who are doing the bombs, you know, try and defuse the situation. Uh, Because the public are so up in arms, the army is called in. So that's kind of like Q. That's uh, when things get really bad. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so it basically becomes uh, New York City. Then it gets locked down. Brooklyn in particular becomes kind of a. Martial, martial state yeah, yeah so it just looks terrible and um even the monk monk's character his son gets brought into this makeshift kind of prison um it's like an internment camp the what it's like an internment camp isn't it yeah it's yeah, like in, in, a, football in a football stadium, stadium but yeah. they have like all these guys that are like arab and they are you know, just going about their business and they basically pull them in and put them in this kind of like makeshift, yeah, internment camp. Um, so yeah, it's really like it's crazy, but um it's a lovely, it's <laughs> lovely, it's a very well made and paced film, I thought. Mm. Like you I was constantly getting like interested with the next story and and the next story. And it was all very kind of, um, you know, it's quite compelling to watch it. And it wasn't very actiony. It wasn't, no, it's you know, more of a thriller. I would say it's, it is more of a thriller. I mean, it says action, but it's no, like it's there's thriller. barely any, like there's hardly any act, like fighting or anything, which yeah. it suits me. <laughs> so, because um, I kind of love like these stories. Actually, was thinking the other day, like especially when we were doing our '90s films, and then this. It's like, it's so. It's been so long now since I've actually watched a a new film that has the same caliber of like thriller and storyline than than these films like made in the '90s. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's it's, yeah. No, it's definitely a. now this would be like this would be like a this this, would be a ten part like Netflix movie this or or to be a two hundred million dollar Michael Bay action film with fucking you know the Empire State Building being blown up or some shit like you know yeah yeah it'd be just some big unnecessary yeah just a big destruction porn thing like but now this is more of a grounded thriller based in some you know obviously very realistic um, type yeah type, type scenarios that 
you know, had come to pass at that point, but not to this extreme, but has since obviously come to pass in a very real and big way. Like, so yeah, no, it's a, it was definitely yeah. a, um, a, a thriller worth watching. Yeah, just no, I'm actually glad it was one of those films. Um, I probably was a little bit too young. Uh, to watch it or maybe just wasn't really my cup of tea at the time um and so it was uh yeah definitely worth actually revisiting it now so i'm glad you made me watch it yay two for two this week yeah we didn't give each other any steamers today i i reckon <laughs> if i watched crimson tide i probably would have, have been not have had a good time no. but it's so hard with them um, denzel you can never have a bad time no uh, but Crimson Tide's solid. It is. It's not your. I know. I know. It's not your film at all. But it's a solid thriller. It really is. Because you know you got Gene Hackman, Denzel Washington, directed by Tony Scott. Gene Hackman as well. It's great. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's so. Our, there we go. That's our week. We're done. We did it. Yay! Yay! Yay. Um, what, what's your plan for the week now? Um. So more college work and um yeah and just keep it on keep it on keep it on keep it on i'm going back to liverpool i'm gonna rage it up now no oh my god for a split <laughs> second there i was like are you actually gonna go back no. like i thought you might have been going back to release or something no 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 i shall i shan't be darkening liverpool's doorsteps for a long time to come so, oh really? Oh yeah. Are you yeah. sick of Liverpool now? Not sick of it, but I've you know I've I've seen enough now to start. Have you been it. you've been there a few times now? Yeah, well, this is the reason why the stag was in Liverpool is because we as a group had been there a few times beforehand and all had a great time, like you know. Yeah. So, but I think that might be the last time we go for a while, at least. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, yeah, we saw a lot of it this weekend. Those three nights, you know, that's, that's too many. <laughs> Two it's nights a lot. Is, Two nights is the, is the standard. It's the three standard. nights is so like it's, it's unnecessary. It's, it's almost it's a small like holiday. Holiday. Know? Yeah, it's a small holiday. You don't do it on the stags. You and know. you're going out of the country, so yeah. like, yeah. Well, well done. Thank you. Well done for being here, and for not. Like... I got a, I got a presidential award, and all I did it was. What oh, did you? I the Goshka. Yeah, the I, got, I got the Goshka Award for my services to, you know, stags. Representing, <laughs> Representing Ireland, Ireland in stags. Yeah, yeah. And did you, what are you uh, up to now this week? Anything? Not a whole lot. Uh, I'm going to a very fancy restaurant on Saturday. Um, yeah, now it's a restaurant that we've been eyeing up for a long time now and it just recently reopened. So we're going there Saturday night. It's going to be very fun. BG. BG indeed. Indeed. But not nothing planned, which is the way I like it. Nice one. Yeah. Well, next week is uh, episode 50. It is. It's the big five oh. So we should uh, think about what we're going to do for the 50th. Mm. I'm going to give it a lot of thought. I've, I've, I've nothing to give you now. I know. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. But, uh, we we should, should maybe reach out to listeners. We should. Should and could. Um, see if they come back with but uh, we'll definitely think of something special to do on the on the on the show. I think. Yeah. 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 To mark the yeah. occasion. Yeah, we'll be in touch, everyone. We, we'll yeah, be in touch. we will. We will. Our if people. Our, of... <laughs> so our people, you know, reach out to your people. It'll be fine. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. 
But if you want to, I haven't actually said this in a while. If you want to give us an email, you can always send um, an email to uh, podcast at gmail.com or you can reach out on Insta um, at whydidyoupodcast. You can message or comment. All good. You can, you can do what you like. You know, well, it's a free, you know, world. It's, a free it's a free country. Well, within reason. It's not that free. Within reason. No. No. It's still, uh, like, you're still, you know. Yeah, be responsible. You know, you're yeah. an adult. Yeah. Don't fuck around. So. Yeah. So, cool. cool. Well, hope you have a lovely week, everyone. Yep, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.